0: Everybody, It's Rhino, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I am joined this week, and as always, by Craig and Erica. And uh, guess what? We're here today at the Magic Kingdom because we are finally going to go in and do Skipper Canteen. Uh, this is a sit-down restaurant. We've talked about it on the show a lot. And uh, I think it was Erica that really pressured Craig into making it happen today, so... Here we are. I'm excited. I think I've only been here once and it was like forever ago. So I can't really remember what I even ate. So I'm excited to go in, explore the restaurant, see what, what it all has in store for us. But before we can do that, I want to remind all of you that this and everything that we do here is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. They are experts helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. When you book with them, it costs you nothing extra on your trip and you help support the channel and all the content that we produce. So check them out. Dreams Unlimited Travel. And, of course, now that I have said that, my tummy is a-rumbling, and I want to get inside and have some food. So, yummy, yummy. Let's go get
1: this started. Skipper Canteen, it has been a while, and, you know, we've been close to coming here a couple times, but now we are here. And I'll be honest, uh, the appetizer portion of this meal was a little bit of a struggle for me because at first glance of the menu... I was looking at it, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to get anything. I did ask about the soup, because it's just marked as a seasonal soup, and I was told it was a, I believe, carrot and ginger soup, which sounded delicious. They said it was more like a, a thick bisque, and then I realized, hey, it's like it feels like 103 degrees outside right now, so maybe I don't want the soup. Uh, there is also an off-menu appetizer, a secret menu appetizer here. It's uh, Brazilian cheese bread. And while that would have been great for Rhino and I, I thought also, too, it might be a little bit too much bread, considering we're trying to have a three-course meal here and Erica couldn't enjoy it. So I skipped that and ultimately went with the Orinoco's Idas, Cachapas. And... The description for this is, and you thought our jokes were corny, house made corn pancakes, beer braised pork, roasted corn, Fresno pepper salsa, and avocado cream for $13. And yes, so essentially, uh, really nice fall apart pulled pork that's sitting on top of uh, corn pancakes, which that's the only part of the dish for me that really got lost at all. Uh, I mean, the texture was in there, but a lot of flavor wasn't coming from it. Uh, The pork was very flavorful, very moist. Sorry, Rhino. Uh, The corn added a nice little uh, balance. And, you know, it's it's not like it was overcooked, but texturally it added a little bit more of a, a difference to the entire But it was really one note in terms of the texture. Uh, The Fresno Pepper Salsa had a lot of like cilantro hit to it. So if you're not a cilantro fan, stay away from that, but it wasn't like a hot salsa. And then the avocado cream also had a nice little hit of citrus to it. It was kind of like served in little small portions around the dish. Uh, but, you know, dollop that right on there. These were really nice. And there was three of them on the plate. I thought that, you know, when Rhino and I were going to split it, I was like, oh, he's going to make me eat too. And I'm going to be like way too overfull from it. Uh, that wasn't the case at all. These were light. And I just, you know, I, I can't complain. Flavor-wise, they were... They were right there. So I would order these again, and I would also recommend them. If you think it sounds good to you, go for it. It's not going to disappoint. Or it will. That's your choice. Or is it? I don't know.
2: For my appetizer, we ordered the Falls Family Falafel. It is a plant-based appetizer, and let's see, it's $11. Um, it's made with the secret recipe of chickpeas, garlic, onions, lemon juice, and herbs served with a house-made hummus to- with toasted pumpkin seeds. Okay, this thing was delicious. Okay, I really loved it. I love falafel, and I think... This was actually cooked perfectly. It was nice and crispy on the outside, and the texture um, on the inside wasn't too soggy. It was perfect. Um, to me, like, this is such a, a highlight moment. You won't find anything like this here at Magic Kingdom. So, I really, really enjoyed this. I would highly recommend um, you guys ordering this if you're visiting or dining here, um, if you do like falafel. Um, and I totally would get this again. Like, I would come here just to order this and maybe a drink and hang out in this AC. So this is something I would definitely recommend and get again.
0: We only got the two appetizers today because we're trying not to be piggy piggies, but, you know, that's never a successful thing for me. But, um, of the... Honestly, I liked them both, and I'm glad that Craig ordered the... the, um, the chap... chapas. I forgot how you said it already, and I regret pronouncing it. But... Um I would honestly I would have both of these again. Everything that everyone said about them, they were they were pretty much I don't really have anything new to add other than like the Falls family falafel, I would eat that as like a meal. Like I thought the falafel was like perfectly cooked, crispy on the outside, nice and soft on the inside. The hummus was like very like I felt like it was freshly made hummus. It was very good. Um, and for it had five of those falafel balls on it. So, yeah, I said it. $11 for that. I can't remember if Erica said the price or not. Um, I thought that was totally worth it. Honestly, I wish there was kind of a falafel entree because I was like, it was so good. I was like, if there's a falafel entree, I'm going to get it. But spoiler alert, there's not a falafel entree. I've said falafel entree four times, so that's it appetizers pretty solid um there were some other things on the menu like fried rice a jungle green salad there was a a lost and found soup that was a, a chef's seasonal special too um so there are other options but honestly i enjoyed both of these so much i would definitely recommend you
1: give one of the two of those a try if not both and i would definitely get uh would get them both again entrees, another difficult decision to make for me because right at the top of the menu is the baba lamb chops and I love lamb so that's immediately what my mind jumped to but then I look further down the menu it tastes like chicken because it is it's like oh someone's got to order it here no spoilers, so We'll see if someone did. Uh, and then I also look at the, uh, the char siu pork, and I'm like, oh, that might be good. Uh, the only thing that really I wanted to stay away from in terms of what was available to me, like not plant-based or anything, was the hanger steak. I didn't really want the hanger steak today. So, yeah, I went with the baba lamb chops, uh, spiced rub lamb chops, three of them, with uh, chermula, cauliflower, potatoes, Cipollini onions and harissa sauce garnished with preserved lemon and herbs for $38. So, this is an expensive dish. It is right up there with the hanger steak as the most expensive dish on the menu. And you might look at it and be like, three lamb chops? Is that really worth it? Yes. The lamb, uh, they want to serve it medium rare. That's how I recommend getting it, too. It was cooked perfectly to a T. It was seasoned very well, too. I mean... I cleaned these chops. I ate the fat all the way off of it because it just it was cooked that well. Uh, the lamb was very flavorful. A uh, big big lamb chops. So I felt like there was enough meat to justify the price with it. But what really blew me away about this dish was actually the vegetables that came with it. The cauliflower, potatoes, and the onions. They were so flavorful, Uh, just seasoned perfectly, uh, roasted. And so like the onion was just melting. Uh, The potatoes had just a little, you know, crisp on the outside, but super soft on the inside. Cauliflower done well. Uh, The harissa sauce with it, you know, it almost had like a little spiciness uh, that might be similar to any other like kind of Asian spicy sauce to it so like I you know it, it had a small amount of heat but not over the top and it wasn't like bathed in the sauce it was just right around the uh, the the rest of the dish so you could easily eat the entire thing without getting it in there at all uh would I get this again 1000% I am going to be dreaming about getting this again and if you like lamb chops these are top-notch. Uh, they could, if they serve this in a different restaurant here on property, like a signature restaurant, they could get away with serving this uh, this dish for probably like $50, $55. So it kind of feels like a steal getting it here, and yeah, I'm happy with it.
2: For my entree, I ordered the Taste Like Chicken, because it is. Uh, it is $28 and it is friendly for anyone who has a dairy allergy. It is crispy fried chicken with sweet chili glaze, stir-fried vegetables, and jasmine rice. I I was looking forward to this one. Okay, I had been thinking about it when I ordered it. I'm very happy. I'm very happy I got it because it was delicious. Okay, the chicken was cooked perfectly all the way through. Um, it is it is a little thick, but it's fine. I loved it. Um, nice. I'm not gonna say yeah. Okay. I don't like the word, but we'll say it. It was cooked very well, and it was not dry. That's how we're gonna. That's how we're gonna say that. Wasn't dry chicken. Um, the sweet chili glaze. Um, that you can tell there's an undertone, an undertone of some kind of like soy type of sauce in there, but it wasn't overbearing. And the jasmine rice. Okay, I love jasmine rice, and it was cooked perfectly. Now the stir fried vegetables. <laughs>
0: Yeah, are you okay? You said moist. That upset me. <laughs>
2: um, but the stir-fried vegetables weren't, like, out of this world, but they were great to have with the rice. And overall, this is something I would recommend anyone ordering, but I am also want to come back. I'm interested in the curried vegetable crew stew, which is their plant-based option here. And I didn't get it this time, but... I would want to come back and do and like order that, um, but I do recommend this dish to anyone coming. If you love a good fried chicken moment, that's the way to go.
0: For my entree, I was between two options: the Skipper Dan Dan, Skipper Dan's Dan Dan noodles. Or the sustainable fish, which I asked was a red drum, which is a bass. So not a big fan of bass. So I went with the Skipper Dan's Dan Dan Noodles. Um, And those are thin noodles tossed in a savory spicy chili sauce topped with crispy pork, pickled mustard greens, radish, and cucumbers for $28. I feel bad because I feel like I keep being a voice of negativity. So I'm going to start with very positive things about this dish. I thought the noodles were very good, very well cooked. Um, there was a nice spice to the dish. Um, I, I feel like, though, overall for me, it was way too salty. Whatever the, that chili sauce um, was, it felt like it was just like pure soy sauce kind of dumped in there. So I felt like it was like oversauced, sauced um, And I'm not used to that much sodium at once. So it was kind of, um, it was a little bit much, uh, and I had other people try, uh, and by other people I mean Craig, because uh, this one can't can't have it. Um, but, you know, he, he said I wasn't crazy. So, I did appreciate that. Um, but, so, the question being, would I get this dish again? No, because I did also try Erica's chicken and um, Craig's lamb, and both of those were delicious. So, there are other things on this. I would honestly order either one of those, so... I would come again, and I would definitely, uh, I mean, they weren't my dishes, but I would recommend one of those two dishes. Um, And I think there's other, I think there's plenty on this menu to eat from again, so that's how I feel about the entree. But I know know that's not where we're stopping there, so baby's got to look at a dessert menu now.
1: Today, I made the great decision of not getting any ice cream before coming to have this lunch, even though I was very tempted to stop and get a Dole Whip on the way in here. But I said, no, no, no. I need to save room for dessert. So, I decided to go with the Kungaloosh, an African-inspired chocolate cake with caramelized bananas and cashew caramel ice cream topped with coffee dust for $9. Now, make sure you're being very clear that you want the Kungaloosh dessert because they also do serve the Kungaloosh beer at this restaurant that you can also find at Animal Kingdom. And, uh, you know what? It actually would have been a perfect beer to pair with this dessert. Uh, So, I feel like it's kind of underselling this dessert by saying it's a chocolate cake. Uh, if it is a chocolate cake, I would call it more like a, you know, like a chocolate flourless cake. Uh, this thing was dense. It was basically a brownie. Like, I'm hundred percent sure that. However they made it, it came out to be a brownie. Uh, It was that thick and that fudgy. The caramelized banana with it just had this perfect little shell to it and had that nice, uh, rich sweetness to it that balanced well with the cake. The cashew caramel ice cream, I was worried, might add a little too much sweetness, but actually it didn't. It just cooled everything off a little bit and added a milky creaminess to it. Uh, There was like this little cookie wafer on top of it that I don't know what it was. It wasn't coffee dust uh, but it almost like turned it into then feeling like, oh am I having like an ice cream cake with that little crispy layer to it? Uh, I you know, I know sometimes I'm hard on chocolate desserts and I say I don't like chocolate and then I always order the chocolate. This one I was very happy to order it. I don't think I could eat a full one by myself. It would be a split in one for me but I would order it again. I would recommend it. And uh, to wrap up my meal, the lamb chops, the what did I have again for the entree? The cachapas and then the kungaloosh. Based on everything I had here today, I'm very satisfied. I'm very full. Uh, I would 1000% come back here again and order everything that I had. Based on what I ate, yeah, I would be back here really soon. And I do hope that I get back here really soon again because it's been too long forgot just how much flavor they're packing behind these doors here at Skipper Canteen. It's, uh, it's truly a little treasure of Magic Kingdom and Adventureland.
2: So I'm one of those people that will look at a menu before coming to a restaurant. So I kind of already knew what I wanted to get for dessert. Uh, so I got the Panna Connie's Congo Lime Delight. Uh, which is their plant-based dessert here. It is $9. It is a lime panna cotta served with a mango lime sorbet and fresh fruit. Fun fact, I am allergic to mango, so I did not have the sorbet part. I was worried that this dessert was going to be, like, very lime-heavy, but in reality, it has the flavor of a key lime pie okay without like the graham cracker crust and all that and it it was perfect for a hot day it was very nice and light and refreshing it wasn't too heavy um surprise there was a jalapeno on top did not expect that one. That was unexpected for me. Um, but, and I didn't eat the jalapeno. I can't handle that kind of spice. But overall, I really did enjoy the dessert itself because it was so light and refreshing. A lot of noises going on right now. But So I really enjoyed my dessert. This was my first time ever at this restaurant. And for this whole experience, I had a great time. I loved everything I got. And I would come back to order all the same things. But I do want to come back and try other things because there are so many intriguing things on this menu and this is up my alley like this is the type of cuisine that I love so I would definitely come back here and I think it's a nice little escape from you know the heat of Magic Kingdom and the crowds and it hasn't been super busy in here so that's why it just kind of feels like a little oasis uh, that's hidden from the world here in Adventureland at Magic Kingdom.
0: For my dessert, since we just basically got one of everything on the menu, we did the coconut bar with pineapple, basil compote, and vanilla cream. It is a vanilla chiffon cake with coconut and lime white chocolate ganache for eight fifty. This thing was light. It was delicious. Um, the chiffon cake was like mm, it was. It was really good. I would 100% recommend this. It was, like, light and fluffy, and there was, like, that little chocolate straw that gave it just that little bit of nice contrast and texture was a little crunchy. And I felt like the coconut flavoring wasn't overpowering, you know, because I'm not one of those people when it's, like, flaked coconut. Sometimes I'm, like, it can do a little, like, weird thing to the texture. It was, like, just the right amount. Um, right amount to it. Uh, So I I really, really enjoyed this. Would definitely recommend you give it a try. I tried the other two as well. I liked Craig's, but Craig's, I said to him that it was something where, like, I wouldn't order that just for me. But the coconut bar, I'd be like, I'd get it and be like, I'm not unhappy I didn't split it with anybody, even though I did, but that's fine. Um, And I did try a bite of Erica's Panacani's and Panacani's Congo Lime Delight. Panacotta, I just you know whatever it was, but um, and that was interesting. That was a, that was that lime panacotta. It was like a like a lime, like a, um, the texture was definitely like flan esque, like I would say light, really light flan. Um, but I liked honestly. I thought all the desserts were good in, in contrasting and contrasting in flavors, so that was really nice. And uh, so would definitely recommend not skipping out on dessert. I don't think even if you just get one to share. Um, with all that said, we got an annual pass discount here, which right now is 20% for annual pass holders. Um, but after tax for the three of us with everything that we ordered, uh, it came out to one hundred fifteen forty-five. So after the tip, that all comes out to uh, just over $150, which is not cheap for three people so it 's just something to keep in mind a little bit I think when you're you 're thinking of coming if you 're coming with a big family or it 's just you or just you and a friend or something like that you know just just remember all that and and don 't forget to ask about those annual pass discounts and I know Craig mentioned in his review there is um, the Congaloosh beer, which you can also get at Animal Kingdom as well. But there are a couple of specialty cocktails on the menu as well, like the jungle bird, the golden haze Margarita the um, shandy, there's a sangria, and then there's a, a couple of different beers. And I, you know, uh, just a reminder in Magic Kingdom, you can kind of only really get those at uh, sit-down restaurants. So just another thing to keep in mind, but based on everything that I had for um, for the meal today, I would 100% return here. I, I think I would definitely try something um, different for my entree. Like I said, I sampled the other two entrees that were on the table and I, either of those is a is a solid, solid choice so I would definitely give one of those a try again, uh, I would definitely get uh, yeah, I just there's a lot of things I would get and have again so I would I would 100% recommend this place, I think um, we're in the main dining room here which is really big and open and a little busier I went to the restroom earlier through the library yes, I peed in the library and um that it's crazy how jarring it is to walk from this room to that room. And then there's another room behind me over here too. So I would say like, get up and walk around while you're here and look at all the little hidden details. Because, um, what was fun, like, well, we're sitting, there's like a little jingle cruise, like Christmas decoration area up there. So there's a a lot of fun Easter eggs, a lot of fun attention to detail in here. And I really enjoyed the atmosphere and as like chaotic and crazy as it could be a couple of moments, like just one moment ago. Um, It wasn't overwhelming, you know. It it like ebbs and flows, so I I feel like that that was pretty good. And uh, it's nice; it's air conditioned and cool. So I would give it a. I would definitely recommend it if you haven't been or you haven't been in a while or anything like that. I think this is a really great addition and a really great uh, restaurant for this park, for a sit-down park, for really anywhere at Walt Disney World. So give it a try. Let's skip a canteen and uh, this skipper. He's going to say goodbye. I'm going to remind you uh, not to forget about Dreams Unlimited Travel when booking your next Walt Disney World vacation. Uh, and, of course, if you like the video, thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, and if you're listening to this, please feel free to uh, subscribe, rate and review all of that fun stuff, and leave some comments on the video if you're watching on YouTube too, and we'll answer those to the best of our ability. But thank you, everybody, for joining us on this journey through the Skipper Canteen here at Magic Kingdom Park. Uh, As Craig always says, stay hungry and yummy, yummy.
1: Yummy, yummy.